everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alba Crazy. Alba Crazy. I'm Tito Damron, one of your hosts. And I'm Angora. Another one of the hosts. Of the two hosts, we are both of them. Uh, <laughs> before we get to our guest, uh, feel free to jump in with any thought that you have, though, before we introduce you. But understand, up until that moment in time when we introduce you, you are, you are a mystery. Ooh. Yes. That'll be a first. It, <laughs> how so? People see me coming a mile away. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Mysteriousness is good, though. I like this. Okay, good. Stay mysterious. Uh, Stay Mysterio. (laughs) Wrestling reference? Ray Mysterio? Nope. Over my head. Uh, Anne, how was your week? Uh, It was good. A little crazy. Uh, Isaac's uh, boss went on some kind of a criminal rampage. What? He was the guy who broke into the, to like the, what is it, the burger boy or something and then stole money from there and then broke into another business and set the place on fire. Was Isaac like the getaway driver or something? Like how is he associated with this guy? No, he just, it was his boss. And so we were just sitting there shocked (laughs) Watching this news, being like, whoa, that guy is not just some weird vagrant. He's a guy who actually has a job at the Home Depot and a managerial <laughs> position at that. Oh, man. I did not read about this. He, he hit a burger boy or some burger joint? Yeah, some burger joint out at, like, on the outskirts. Um, and he broke in to steal money. And the not police came. a lot came. at Home Depot. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I I think that uh, he was actually involved in something shadier. What? Uh, I well, Isaac said that he would drop off really expensive cars in the parking lot. Oh, okay. All right. Is a burger boy even profitable at this point? Does a burger boy even exist? I like, is that I, an actual it's, name? It's, it's like well, a family. I I forget whether it's like a a family th- family run joint or I think it's a family run joint. I don't know what this place's name actually is, but if you look up this story, it was like the story of the weekend. God, I totally missed it. It was insane. So uh, we were befuddled by that. Yeah, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody's disputing that. Yeah. Uh, how was your week, Tito? My week was very busy. Uh, I'm just one basic thing happened, which was moving out of my place uh, into another place. You know, I did that Memorial Day, and you get a truck or you rent a thing, then you move all the heavy pieces, then you move all the tiny pieces, and then you want to clean out your place so you can hopefully get some of your security deposit back. Uh, so I got, didn't get started on the cleaning until about 10 o'clock at night, and so I stayed up all night Tuesday, uh, tw- 36 hours overall, because I had to go to work the next day. I cracked at 7.15 in the morning, and I fell asleep on the floor on a towel, and then I woke up half an hour later when my alarm went off. And I got that place totally spotless, except for the fact that uh, there's a fist-sized hole in my door. So I didn't have time to replace that, so that's probably going to come out of the security deposit. It might be a total wash. I might have just wasted a lot of my energy for nothing. Was it a thin door? It was it was a hollow door. A hollow door. Okay, yeah, I so you're looking at maybe twenty bucks, but they'll take out thirty or forty just. Well, to, but for, for the for the game. labor and all that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
I, I switched apartments a couple of years back and uh, from one unit in my complex to a, to a different one. And when I was done, like there was still like, I didn't clean it up very well because they just, I had to be out of there. And uh, they gave me part of the security deposit back afterwards and I didn't have to pay for a new security deposit on the place I just moved into, even though it's in the same complex, but they gave me the rest. Of, I, it didn't make any. That sounds great. It sounds like it they sounds fucked like, up. It was like 60 bucks, but so it was like beer for the, for like the weekend, but great. Yeah. Well, that's basically been my weekend. So our guest today is Alan Clark. Hi. He is a yes. Hello, Alan. Uh, he's <laughs> a man a of uh, many talents. He's mm-hmm. uh, basically got the uh, like most popular, prolific podcast in Albuquerque. I think legally we have to say most listened to. Yeah, <laughs> most listened to, and and ours is like the least listened to out of all podcasts. If, probably, we we've, we've probably get listened to less than like the Christian fellowship fellowship, fellowship radio program because they just take the sermons that they did on Sunday and decide to say we're going to put this on SoundCloud and call it a podcast. It's not the same thing. Yeah, but well, they're still listened to more. Yeah. And, well, yeah, that's true. If, that's if what all I'm podcasts saying. in Albuquerque were part of a totem pole, we would be like the very bottom. The no, foundation though, holding we would, it. No, no, not the foundation to hold it. We'd be like subterranean. We'd be like the chud <laughs> of of podcasts. Um, but these people would be in the penthouse. Uh, we had your partner on the first uh, episode. I mean, yeah, I'm John Cuellar. No, it was great. It's okay. Oh, John, I love you. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely not the like the most popular or anything like that. It's just by numbers on that we can track on SoundCloud and all the other places it gets sent to. It we can claim most listen to but it, it depends if, if that holds any fire week by week well there you go he's also a podcaster in Albuquerque also a big devil's advocacy enthusiast yeah well I mean you kind of have to right why I mean hear me out I mean listen first off like I agree with you but just play devil's advocate why <laughs> just to play devil's advocate because it's just fun to see people's sort of, ooh, see? You see what happens when you bring up devil's advocacy? There's a fire somewhere. Whoops. Fire truck just passed very close. I don't know how sensitive these are. Anyways. It'll, it'll, it'll pick up. It'll, it'll pick that up. That was pretty loud. Yeah, more so lately, I've, I've just been doing uh, kickboxing and boxing for the last year, like pretty heavily two to three hours a day, five days a week. And uh, wow. just, yesterday, That's awesome. just yesterday, I started doing jujitsu. So let's see if it turns into MMA. Are you thinking about actually getting to the point where you could like spar and fight people? Oh, I already spar. I mean, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, I spar wrong weekly. choice of words. Yeah, but you know, like if having a having a fest. bout. Yeah, having like an official bout. Like, ooh, Alan Clark's on the title card. Well, I want to. Uh, it's something I've talked to my coaches about like a little bit a couple months ago, and they said I just need to pretty much keep going for the same sort of amount that I'm going now. Do you ever like roam the streets of Albuquerque on the weekends and just get some fights in downtown just to get some practice? <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to though. Sure. <laughs> just, like just hang out knockouts. <laughs> hey Tito, just to play devil's advocate. You know it's a, when it's okay to hit a woman? W- when? In sparring. I found that out. <laughs> Cuz they're they're true. trying to hit you back. Yeah, I mean it's 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 true. So if you if you want to say it's never okay, liar. 
I didn't, and, and I I won't. But to play devil's advocate, I'll like a did. weird position to well, take. Well, no, I mean it's 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 true. Anytime you're in some kind of a martial art and you're sparring with a woman, uh, you're allowed to hit at her, and she's allowed to hit you back. In fact, I'm gonna say this just as somebody like as as a young teen who would do martial arts, you would be foolish not to go at that woman with the same kind of intensity that you would a dude because she will take advantage of that. Yes. Because I have. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do pull punches. Like, I don't do as much as I probably could when I spar the, the chicks at my gym. But they, to their credit, they move fucking good. Like, they're all over the place trying to stay away. So evasive tactics. Yes. Yeah, I want I want to get to the point where I do uh, have like an amateur fight or something like that pretty recent or pretty uh, upcoming, you know, like probably the end of the year. I well, I need to know like I need to know before you do that how comfortable and how confident you feel in yourself because I'll probably be bet- betting on that fight. So, <laughs> mm. Ooh, that's, yeah, bet. Uh, I don't. I, now, I listen. Don't try. Advice. Don't try and like get money out of it. I just need all the, the information. Fight. I just need to know. How confident you're feeling, how strong you're feeling, what you've been eating. One to a hundred. Where's your number? Where's your number? Because I eighty four. That's pretty that's pretty confident. That's pretty confident. That's a B minus. I'd I'd bet on that, yeah. Yeah. It's a B minus bet. Mm. It's a B minus bet. So I, I mean, better not B minus any money at the end of this or I'm gonna <laughs> shoot you in the leg. How yeah, about pay, that for you a bet? You gotta make sure whoever you bet against pays up. Yeah. Or not bet against, but you know. Okay. And pretty much growing up, my parents had a salsa company that they used to have me and my sister work in when we were young. And uh, is that place still going? No, no. We they sold it in like 2006 or seven, and marketed a salsa that was for ages like three to a hundred kind of thing. What like it's not kid like salsa? not it's kid basically stuff. not it's not spicy. It's got and the it's... flavor of like green chili and other. Like, but it has like the texture of ketchup. No, no, it's it's like regular texture and everything. It's just not that spicy at all. It's like you get the flavor of the stuff without the heat. Oh, so, so just it's supposed mild to, salsa. It, yeah, mild salsa. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's supposed to also, you know, because it's got the word kids in Tito, it. Your, this people was the late are like, 90s. yeah, they probably had like rad images on the on the side of the. They're container. like, oh look, it yeah, says they had her picture on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was she like doing some physical activity? Like she was like, I'm on this like horsey pogo thing. No, it was just, no, it was just like a, a she's like a lazy school picture. She's like, uh, I'm white and a little girl, and if I can handle this salsa, then anybody can. <laughs> Which is actually the way you phrase it. Like that's probably not the best selling point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they they sold that back in like 2006 or 2007, and there for a period after that when they had a little bit of my parents are doing some gambling, but I never really, uh, did that, like they taught us did that work? That kind of, no, <laughs> no, not at all. It was, it, they're, they're not very sustainable with the way they do things. So it's better that they just work for other people. Okay. Yeah. Some people can't be their own boss. I mean, they did it all right. I got to go to all kinds of cities as a kid and the, it got to a point where the teachers were like, you're missing too much school, but it's like, I'm still getting all the work done. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I used to, I wasn't that good at math. So to uh, get better at that while on road trips, I was counting the distance between different cities and like going by mile markers. I was counting roadkill. Oh, okay. That's kind of a, that's kind of a cool I still, thing. I still do. count roadkill still- to this day. Yeah. I went to uh, <laughs> roadkill enthusiast. Yeah. I went to, uh, I drove to Denver probably like last year after my birthday, and uh, there was 13 on the way up and seven on the way back. 13 what? Uh, roadkill. Just roadkill. It could be from any size. Have it you could ever be a eaten roadkill? It could be a dog. No. 
I want to go poke it, though. But, like, with someone else's hand. Oh. So you've been here your whole life. Yeah. What's the... Uh, What's your Albuquerque experience been like? Uh, I mean, I spent a lot of time inside. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, People can make of that what I, I, they will. I'm an indoor kid. Uh, somehow I turned into a, a gun enthusiast. Uh, that's probably also got something else to do with it. Uh, in second grade. Because you were inside for so long, you're like, if I ever leave, I have to have a gun. Well, yeah, it's crazy outside, <laughs> especially in the neighborhood we used to live in. Uh, I think I was in first or second grade. I'd just gotten a new bike for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, after riding it to school and riding it back one day, I got to the, to the driveway, put it in the parking lot, ran inside, went to the bathroom, and came back out, and it was gone. And then yeah. they, we, uh, my parents, since we're so white, they called the news about it. <laughs> and I shit you not, they did a story about it. <laughs> That's oh, how wow. white you are. They featured me in it because look at this poor little Aryan look. Like I was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed kid. Yeah, and perfect in every way. Yeah, and they're like, his bike is stolen. And they had me make what I thought my bike sounded like, like the noise. <laughs> They they had me reenact this is the so, this is a tape awful. Of this. There's are a tape okay? of this somewhere. Are you dealing okay with this sudden loss, little white kid? Long story short, I thought bikes sounded like sirens. <laughs> oh, That's how man. dumb I was. Well, first grade me. My so bike be- had pegs on it. Why would your parents call the news over a stolen bike? That well, is, that they is... suspected that it was the neighbor. Because they were, uh, as my parents put it, gangbangers. That okay. was the popular term at the time. What's the popular term now? Thug. Mm. Oh, I just think it, it's it's really funny. My my it first was reaction the is, well, it probably was the neighbors. But what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. I mean, this was this has been my philosophy. One time, I was actually like living in the war zone out here for a very limited amount of time, but my neighbor's kid threw a, a brick through my back window collapsed it like of my car and even though i knew he did it i also knew that they were so poor what am i gonna go over there and demand that they give me money yeah i'm like you know what i i was like i just gotta chalk it up as a loss i'm like i it's it is what it is sometimes if people people steal things it's the it's the concrete jungle don't leave your bike out kid yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't leave your bike out. And if man. you do, please don't call the news about it because 10, 15 years later, you're, gonna, you're just going to regret it. You're just going to look like the cracker, the cracker who <laughs> couldn't. Should. The cracker who couldn't. <laughs> that's fair. He couldn't get up that hill because he was missing a bike. Yeah. yeah our, our, our other neighbor, two houses over, she had an RV meth lab, Breaking Bad style, but she just parked it in the backyard. <laughs> where where did you live? Off of, uh, you know where Bel Air Elementary is? No. Okay, so it's like Candelaria uh, before Carlisle and uh, just after San Mateo. It's like All down right. in that area. Yeah. So we were in that little area in a little tucked away neighborhood. So San, like San Mateo and Candelaria mm-hmm. area? Yeah. That's where I live right now. <laughs> it was different in the 90s. I was going to say, this <laughs> doesn't seem like that way at all. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely changed a little bit. Uh, it doesn't say. I mean, it gets a little weird there sometimes, but I wouldn't say violent. Yeah, we moved in like third, and when I was in third grade. Ah, uh, they cleaned so, up the area. They yeah. cleaned up the neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
We're like, we're just. My parents decided we're gonna let this neighborhood go to shit. They had some kind of ego about it, like that they're better for the neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> whatever. They're all like, like they somehow were holding up the neighborhood single-handedly. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. once we go, this whole place goes. Well, yeah, yeah. that's how small business owners think. Of Atlas shrugged. Atlas. Oh yeah, whole weight of the world on his shoulders. Yeah. Um, you should do some squats while he's at it. Get those legs in shape. So, gun enthusiasts, you're. Uh, hoping to have eventually like an actual bout. Yeah. And you just skinned uh, a deer. Like what's what's the next thing? I feel like these are all like a certain style of thing. Like are you going to are you going to go and like hunt an animal now? Or are you just going to like go out there and like fisticuff it? <laughs> just go punch deer. Yeah. <laughs> I got the skills. Bam. Yeah, just beat the Well, put it in like some kind of neck lock. Yeah. Cut off its air. That'd be that'd be one way to do it, I guess. But you'd be on for a ride while it struggles. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I definitely want to avoid being shot. Okay. Have you ever been in a situation where you almost gotten shot? Yeah. What yeah. happened? Um, I w- this was about a year. No, coming up on two years ago in like August or uh, July. Yeah, actually, so two years ago, um, I had just gotten a new Glock and. Which was like a little handgun. It was cool. It was desert camo color. Well, not camo. It was just desert brown. And uh, I, I took it to the, sh- the place that I bought it at their, at their range, fired off a couple magazines because I didn't have much on me. And then a couple weeks later, my sister and one of her friends uh, said, hey, let's go shooting this weekend. I was like, sure. I'm you know giddy to go shoot my new gun and all this stuff. Mm. And her friend... Uh, let me just put this out there. If somebody says they know a good spot, it's not a good spot. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> definitely not a good spot. Uh, if it's not like a, a sanctioned gun range, then like it's not a good spot. Yeah, or, or if it's a mile away from a sanctioned gun range. Oh, that's a really this not case, good spot. Oh, yeah, man. that's really not a good spot. <laughs> and uh, so we, we were sitting there shooting and uh, like... We get 20 minutes, 30 minutes into it, and then we're reloading some magazines, and then all of a sudden we just get sworn by eight of um, the uh, police, eight sheriff's units um, out of um, Moriarty, so whatever county that is. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it was like, you know, a bunch of cops on us, all drawn weapons because they hear a bunch of gunshots, and I guess some neighbors called. And uh, we were shooting in a place where there was a there was a tree that was cut down, you know. This was a tree about the thickness of this water bottle, so about six inches. It was cut in half by shotgun shells or shotgun blasts, like a couple weeks before that. So clearly, people had been shooting there. There was trash cans that were rusted over, full of holes. Okay, it sounds like like a legit shooting spot. Except for the fact that we pulled up to the gate of the actual gun range and pulled away and then went to this spot because we didn't have access to it because we're not members. Ah. So this guy just goes like a mile away from him. He's like, it'll be fine. So yeah, they uh, they all swarm us. There's rifles, pistols, all pointed at us. And I have the Glock, the uh, the handgun tucked in the holster in my belt. And there's like, I have a rifle over here. And we had a pipe of weed on top of the car. Ooh. And, uh, Ooh. Yeah, so they, but at that point, they were honestly more concerned, concerned about with the what gunshots. we were doing. Yeah. So 
they started lecturing us, like yelling at us. You can't do this here. What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you stupid? And all Wait, this so stuff. hold on a second. Did they show up and just start lecturing you? Or did they show up like guns at drawn? At everything? gunpoint. And then within like 10 seconds, we're lecturing us. Okay. Yeah. So they just, all right, there was no like tense standoff thing. No, they were holding the gun and you're like, no. I'm slowly putting it down. Well, no, it was in my, it was in my, be- in my belt line. So I wasn't, we were all just reloading magazines at the time. Mm. But, yeah, so they came up guns drawn on us and then started yelling at us. And then once they got our weapons away from us, then it was immediate lecturing and yelling. And they started telling us pick up all, or that we were going to need to pick up all the trash, all the little bullet casings, which there was a fucking lot of them. Oof. So we get, like, <laughs> these little bags that we bought the ammo in and start putting all the shells and stuff in there. And then we put one of those bags on top of the car covering the paraphernalia. Smart. They didn't do anything about that we had a court thing it was all dismissed and yeah it was like a good year and a half sort of situation jeez man yeah so i almost got shot that day and then probably two months ago i went shooting out in the wilderness with one of my friends on uh, public lands and some assholes were shooting over the road from a from a hill which is so fucking dangerous like the only road like there was people further down that road and they were using Basically, the middle of the road on both sides had their targets, like on the right and then on the left for further distance kind of stuff. And they were shooting over a fucking public road. That's crazy. Yeah. And my friend was dumb enough to kind of drive through it a little bit. But they stopped Jesus. shooting, obviously. But it was, And then they started, like, standing up from their little positions, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's no, your you, fault for you using guys, this road. Yeah, you guys, what the fuck? We're using a road. <laughs> Jesus. So I almost got shot that day, too. Oof. That well, one was more of just, you know, pure stupidity <laughs> on every end. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to be wrapping this up, but we're going to ask you the same question we ask all of our interviewees before we go. Mm-hmm. You ready, Alan? Yeah, what's up? You ready for this shit? Is this the intervention? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Alan, we think that you've been killing a lot of things okay. in your personal life, and we yeah. want it to stop. Okay. Okay, great. Success. Um, you are waiting for a blind date. And My wife would be pissed. I know. Mm-hmm. And your blind date shows up, knocks on your door, you open it up, and who is your blind date? But Albuquerque. What does Albuquerque look like? What, what do you what, do? What, what's the car? Where do you guys go? You know Wendy from Breaking Bad? <laughs> Describe Wendy to me. Uh, she was in that little rundown hotel. Uh, she was the meth head. <laughs> All, like a busted up face. Red, red stringy hair that there's clearly not enough of. Okay. Uh, doesn't drive. Sold the car a long time ago. Right. But that was after, uh, you know, falling asleep at the wheel and someone T-boning, so... Luckily, she was all, you know, fucked up or else she would have tensed up and really hurt herself. <laughs> so th- you're saying this is, this is who Albuquerque is? This is, is? who Albuquerque awesome. is. Awesome. Yeah, I hate think? to make a Breaking Bad reference on an Albuquerque show, but I it know. was more of just like, <laughs> I, I can't think of other meth heads that people really can picture. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm assuming then she's not driving anything. Well, where do you take her? <laughs> To the hospital. <laughs> hospital? <laughs> to the methadone clinic? Yeah, or maybe the shelter for the night. <laughs> are you, well, you know, like, listen, you guys are going on a date. Are you going to stay with her at the shelter? Oh, I forgot it's a date thing. It's a date, Alan. Yeah, it's a date. Listen, you have to be a gentleman and maybe, go through with maybe this Maybe Sonic. <laughs> okay. Well, you want some jalapeno poppers? Get a family size pack. Really chow down. I know you haven't eaten this week. <laughs> 
I would pay for it, obviously. You're a gentleman. You're a classy man. Yeah. As you drive her <laughs> to the methadone clinic yeah. right after Sonic. Yeah, for a little feel good. For- <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, obviously. Oh, okay. No? I'm just no? going to make sure she, she gets that fix that she needs, and then she'll pass out. I'll put a blanket on her, and I'll leave. That's very sweet. I'm a sweet guy. All right. Well, cool. And I haven't killed things. <laughs> <laughs> One time I shot a dove in the eye by accident with a BB gun. It lived. So it's okay? <laughs> yeah. You're, almost, sweet, you're a sweet I guy. I have to say, that, that's almost like poetic. Shooting a dove <laughs> in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> like, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't that sound like... <laughs> it's, it sounds like that'd be like a lyric in a Kendrick song. Yeah. But yeah, that was just an aside. <laughs> oh, clearly. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Oh, my God. Thank you. Alan. Uh, uh, Potential Problems Podcast, The Alan Clark Show. Uh, They're both on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, some other places. Yeah, and follow uh, us, obviously, Albuquerque. um, uh, I I make it a point to uh, post uh, their shows when I can as well Mm because I am a fan. Yes. So I, I post them on the Alba Crazy Facebook and through the Twitters uh, when I can of their shows. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And it's nice to cross-promote. It, it, it is. Um, and uh, you can reach me, all, obviously, all the time at Angora on the Twitters and, uh, or Angora.com if you want to go through my Tumblr of Doom. <laughs> and uh, other than that, yeah, just uh, Twitter's the best place to reach me. What about you, Tito? Uh, Spitchy Bit open mic every single Sunday at Bozy Brothers. Uh, sign up at 7, show at 8 o'clock. It's a great place. It's a great room. People are attentive there. It also has a great patio. Also, that's stand-up, but for improv, check out The Box Improv Space, Fridays at 10.15, where I perform with a group called The B Team, a bunch of really great people around town. I yes. would also like to add, uh, because we just did a photo shoot, definitely check out the New Mexico IQ. The yes. New Mexico Inquisition. I write for that in a minute. Political so, satire for New Mexico. Yeah. On the TV. On the TV, on the YouTubes. Yeah. That's great. And uh, let's see, yeah. Stand-up, improv, what else? Oh, yes. Uh, and finally, there's a great album that I've discovered. It's uh, by an artist named Waze Blood, W-E-Y-E-S-B-L-O-O-D. The album is called Front Row Seat to Earth, and check out the song Away, uh, Seven Words. It's great. It's really lush. This woman was a bassist for a group called Jackie O, motherfucker. They were a noise rock band in Portland. That's a great fucking name, Jackie O, motherfucker. I like it. Anyways, it's lush and it's beautiful. Check it out. All right. Well, thank you guys uh, for listening to the Albuquerque Crazy Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Alan. Bye. Thanks, Thank Alan. you. Bye. Play it.